0: Join me. Join the rest of the diverse uh, authors and owners of content out there. Get your podcast off the ground. Let us know where it is. Talk to you soon. Y'all be cool. Good afternoon, everyone. This is James Hicks here from Hicks New Media and Infotainment News. Thank you for joining me today. We have a very special show today. Christian Karasevich is with us. He is the Content Marketing Manager at StreamYard, which is a SaaS-based live streaming platform. Many of you know StreamYard is actually the platform that we use here on ITN Live. Christian has been in the game for a long time, from his contributor days at uh, Social Media Examiner, his executive leadership role at Social Chefs, where his team provided professional training on social media marketing, More recently, he serves as co-host of the Launch Your Life podcast, where he and Jim Fuse help their audience launch professional live video streams. I definitely have a trusted subject matter uh, expert here with us today. We're going to spend some time talking with Christian about live streaming overall, how StreamYard is really disrupting the overall live streaming industry and their go-to-market strategy. Hopefully, we'll have some questions, but I'm going to pick his brain. Outside of that, let's get into it, y'all. Mr. Karasevich, now where did he go? He turned, his, he turned his camera off. Christian, where are you, sir? I see you in the back, but I can't see you in the front. I'm going to blame it on 2020 um, internet issues coming on the East Coast. Maybe it's a nor'easter or something coming, but I'm sure he'll be back in just a second. You gotta love live streaming. You gotta love uh, doing demonstrations and things like that live. So. His machine just restarted, ladies and gentlemen. So I got a text message from Christian. So I won't blame it on StreamYard. I will blame that again, probably on his internet provider or whatever system that he's using um, and, and give him a hard time on that. But I think um, maybe if Gage is watching, maybe if Dan is watching, that's going to cost cost him a StreamYard pillow. I've been trying to win a StreamYard pillow for the longest time. So that, that's, that's going to cost him for sure. I could sing a song, I could do a dance, but you know, at the end of the day, today's show is going to be about live streaming. All right. So let me tell you something. Yeah. Here I am with the man who controls everything that's, you know, I, I pumped you up but you know, subject matter expert, and now he's rebooting his machine right when we go live. What, what's I, going on? Man?
1: Actually, I got to say, so um, so I'm using one of the new Mac M1s and all right, got to say the machine works great. Except this one time. So, dude, you know, we're
0: we're, we're live all over the globe, you know, LinkedIn, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, all that. And then you decide to do a system update on on your machine. Um, That's going to cost you a pillow. That's going to cost you a StreamYard pillow. Who
1: knows what it is? I'm not really sure what, what the issue was there, but yes. So, what did I miss, actually? In the well, minute-
0: I, I hyped you up, and 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 you know, okay. I, I did a little song and dance, did a little juggling, but other than that, I was just um, prefacing the uh, the audience in terms of what we were going to talk about. But you know what? That's the beauty of live streaming. That's the beauty of um, actually having these dialogues point mm-hmm. in time without being recorded. You you get what you get, and and you know, it could be either the system, it could be either the platform, the environment. It, it and you have to be able to be flexible with that, but outside of that Christian how you doing man
1: I'm doing very well man very well yeah and exactly like here's the thing you and I were just having a conversation right before you hit hit start on your broadcast and then yeah all of a sudden my webcam said hey I'm done and that's the thing with live streaming I mean there's a lot of different things you know challenges that always can always arise so for example maybe I was doing a system update I don't know maybe you know beforehand and here's the thing I mean I just I simply, you know, I had an issue and what did I do? I just said, Hey, James, I I got my phone out and I said, Hey, James, you know what? Here, I'm going to, you know, let, you know, I'm coming right back. And then you know exactly what to do. And then here I am. So it was, you know, maybe a minute or two. So for those of you watching, by the way, sorry about that. (laughs) Um, That's, you know, that's the thing. That's the one thing with live streaming. I mean, it's every show is never going to be exactly the same. You know, you put the equipment up. And then all of a sudden, maybe make some change, whether it's a software change or whether you know you're doing too, you know, you're working really hard on your computer one day, and then all of a sudden everything decides it wants to just, you know, change. So I just say this. I mean, roll with the punches and yeah. you know, and get get going. So yeah. And I,
0: I want to talk a little bit about that, right again, the, the anomalies, the gremlins in the system, and and kind of tail that sure. into kind of the benefit of of StreamYard being assessed. Okay based sure. environment. But before I go into that, if you could give kind of your elevator pitch in terms of who you are, I know I already did kind sure. of the introduction, but i like like to hear it directly from you, you as well, sir.
1: Okay. So um, I'm currently, I'm the content marketing manager uh, for StreamYard. Um, so if I'm going to give a little plug, I guess, if you do want to write for StreamYard, you can go to StreamYard.com forward slash contact, and there's a link mm-hmm. on the page and you can fill out a form. It'll come right to me. Um, so feel free to Reach out if you know if you're big on live streaming and you have some information you want to share with people. I'd love to have you write for us. Um, aside from that, uh, I also run uh, Social Chefs. It's a, a digital agency, and in addition to that, um, I also host my own live show called Social Chatter. It's uh, the longest-running social media marketing talk show uh, where we cover what's new every single week in social media with myself, my co-host Jim Fuse, and a guest uh, that we you know that we find you know, that someone who's not, we don't like to use the term like expert. Uh, we like to say, you know, they're a digital marketing professional because then they all, because everybody brings something unique to the table. And then in addition to that, I also run a podcast called Launch Your Live. And that is also something I run with Fuse as well. And basically what we do is we break down all of the live streaming topics people might have, whether it's where to find guests, uh, certain tools they should use, maybe some tools, for example, if they want to do like multi-streaming. Uh, we also talk about things you need to do before your show, after your show, making a run of show, all that fun stuff. So that's just a little bit about me.
0: Awesome. I appreciate that. And and those are the, really the, the things that have kind of drawn me more to communicate with you as well on, on various social platforms, because that whole mechanics piece, right? The operational side. I, I I love, and I'm I'm deep into the analytics. I you know I've, I've got screens going over here. I'm I'm seeing where folks are coming from different platforms and things like that. And mm-hmm. I and I like that because that helps you at overall become better at your craft, more targeted to your audiences, and and make sure that you have a more successful outgoing, irregardless of whatever it is you're trying to you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Let me back up now and kind of go back to what I was asking of, uh, before. We had the glitch at the start, but yep. St- StreamYard being the SaaS-based platform. And I I like to specifically say SaaS and not say browser based. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there, there is there is a difference, right? Because I, I come from the technologist field and, and I and I understand and know the difference. System issues like that would not cause the, the stream itself to crash because there's so much right. redundancy that's built into the into the back end of the environment. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if folks really appreciate and understand that to be honest. so can you go into a little bit of that just from from your perspective about the platform that we're actually using and how yeah, you've got the tenants of it being easy to use, mm-hmm. flexible uh, what, what was the other tenant there? Um, so well so, so easy to usability and providing professional streams, right? You know what do those tenants really mean when you have a saas based mm-hmm. platform?
1: Well, I mean, the the key thing is this, a lot of people, when they want to get into live streaming, you know, they, if you want to do it, so I I started doing live streaming uh, for very large conferences and they were online, but they're primarily also in person. And so in order to do a real stream, it takes a lot of equipment. So I'm going to try to like, kind of like distill this down. So like, it takes a lot of equipment. So you've got teams of people that are, you know, you've got people that are, working front of house. You've got people working back of house and they're all controlling different facets. So you've got somebody that's, for example, piping in the music, you've got someone behind the scenes that, you know, Hey, if somebody's reading a presentation and they're wanting to read from a teleprompter, they might actually be moving the teleprompter for the person on screen. You know, that's something that's coordinated. You've got again, a run of show, which James, that's how you and I kind of got hooked up here. Um, In addition to that though, you know, you've got, so you've got all these different pieces and the thing is a lot of people, um, they don't go into it thinking, knowing about all these pieces. They think, oh, well, Hey, I'm just going to hit go live. And you know, my internet's going to handle everything. And you know, I'm going to just use like, you know, a computer that I've had for like 20 years or something like that. Right. And so here's the thing, the great thing about the way StreamYard works is that as you mentioned, it's browser based. And so you don't have to have an extremely powerful machine to do all of these different functions. Instead, the browser is handling, so we're handling it all of it behind the scenes, basically. So that way somebody can come in and they don't have to, for example, to the barrier to entry, they don't have to go and buy a really expensive laptop, mm-hmm. you know, or they don't, for the most part, by the way, a gaming laptop is a great laptop to use because, you know, it has a lot of the beefier internals, i.e. the real yeah. graphics card, um, you know, and plenty of RAM, you know, a hard drive space, a fast hard drive. The display is important, but it's not as important because you're using the webcam or your camera. For example, you know, but all those pieces are important usually when you're doing like super high in production because as you're plugging things in and doing, you know, running all this equipment, it, it's pulling off of that computer. And if it's not strong enough, that's where a lot of people streams. Then you have that, then you have internet. For example, if the internet's also not capable, you have all these pieces, and the thing is they're working against one another when they should right. be working together. And so that's the great thing about StreamYard is that you know it's browser-based, people can go. Uh, live on pretty much almost any machine they're using. You know, again, when you have some of those uh, pieces and you have higher uh, quality equipment, it does help, but it's not required. And so um, that's part of it. And then the other thing is, you know, for people to, for example, produce a professional looking stream. I mean, you can have And you and I talked about this briefly, James, beforehand, you can briefly, you can have all of the most expensive equipment. You can have the most expensive camera and microphone and all this other stuff, but like it really comes down to the content that people are going to be consuming. true. So you don't have to make that initial investment. Um, it helps, but it's not required. And so, um, you know, really a key thing is making sure that your stream looks and sounds the best that it can. And ideally I want to stress sounds the best. Um, because James, you know, as, as you know, audio is the most important part of a live stream. You know, if your video feed, for example, is a little bit choppy, you know, people can't really completely make out, you know, you, or they can't make out what's behind you. For example, like James, I can't make out like the, you know, the. What are those liquor bottles? Um, well, well, you, you don't know, want to look at like, those
0: liquor bottles there, but let, let, let me take exactly. the blur off there. There, they go. <laughs> there exactly, we go, I take right? the blur
1: off of them. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, here's the thing. I mean, you know, a lot of people, like it doesn't matter what necessarily is behind you from, it's what you're pre- presenting to somebody and they want to be able to hear that. And yeah. so that's why it's most important.
0: Well, and the strategically placed, like I was saying, StreamYard mug back there. So, you know, a l- l- little plug for the company.
1: Um, and, and by the way, it's a great mug. I have to say it's a fantastic, like it's the biggest coffee mug that I have ever like had.
0: It, it, it is uh, huge. It's, 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 it's good stuff. Um, You talked, and, and, and that's kind of what I want to dig really deep into as well. So yep. so now we've talked about the platform and the fact that, you know, it's, it's quite robust in terms of, you uh, Replication and ensuring that again your overall stream doesn't go down just because one of the participants goes down, which is which is fantastic. The fact that you can actually go live from a mobile device—I've actually shot a show from an iPad, standing in front of the Pacific Ocean a couple of weeks ago, and it worked yep. perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's an interesting dynamic that you mentioned, and I agree with you one hundred percent that the sound, not just the video, but the sound is most important. So let, let's talk a little bit about. Um, some of that infrastructure. And and again, we, you don't have to spend a whole lot of money, but you have to spend, you get what you pay for a lot of times Mm -hmm. and finding the right equipment, I think is, is is critical. There's, there's a lot of manufacturers out there, right? There's, you know, there's blue microphones, there's, Mm -hmm. there's Shure, there's all these, all these other companies in terms of microphones, things like that nature, that being the, the most important piece, I guess, in any type of stream, even outside of lights and camera. Mm-hmm. XLR versus USB kind of, kind of give your conversation, your take on that. I I know you're using an XLR mic right there. And yeah. you know, again, what, what are you particularly using right now?
1: Okay. So industry standard is an XLR connection. So that, that's industry standard. So like it may look a little weird. It's a, a, a round adapter. There's three prongs on it. You know, you may have never seen this cable in your life because most of us were all used to USB. And so here's the thing, industry standard, that's what people use. So, um, you have that side of things. Now the thing is, when you try to use an XLR microphone, which is the standard, it doesn't plug directly into your computer. You'll, you'll notice the cable is actually a lot, you know, even the, the um, connector is bigger than your laptop probably entirely. Yeah. And and so uh, the way that that works is basically, you know, you need an XLR connection, and then you need a uh, um, a mixer or an audio interface. So you can't just plug that microphone into your computer. Um, you use the mixer or the audio interface that plugs directly into your computer. And then here's the great thing about mixers and audio interfaces. So they allow you to control different things. For example, I'm using a roadcaster pro it's, it's a mixing board and it has, it's not just me plugging in one microphone. For example, this allows me to plug in four microphones. It allows me to plug in a, a smartphone, for example, so I can do a call in show and there's even a Bluetooth option as well. So if I have additional, um, if I, for example, if, if James and I were meeting in the same place, I'd plug everything into one device and then everything would be able to be routed through there. Now, the reason I use this is because all of the channels are, they're separate. So for example, if I had James plugged into this and I was like, well, Hey, his audio needs to be a little bit louder. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have to be like, well, James, can you speak up louder? I can make the adjustments on the mixer or the audio interface. And then all that then runs into my computer. So, so XLR mics. I mean, there's lots of different options. Um, I'm using the Shure SM7B. Uh, there's That's also the, <laughs> it's a, it's a It's an interesting microphone because it's it's actually a very old microphone, but it's one yeah. that is still a standard that just about everyone uses. Um, that one, though, you know, it's on the pricier side. It's about four hundred dollars. Uh, they have their little brother. It's the Shure MV7. Now yeah. that microphone. It's also XLR, but it has another benefit and it has a USB option. So it's $250 instead of $400. Um, right. It adds in an additional input. And so the benefit there is that you know, if you want to use it just with a computer, you can plug it in via USB. Or if you want to have that audio interface, you can also plug it directly into that. So it gives you some options. I think you can also actually use it on both plugs mm-hmm. at the same time. Which is pretty handy. Um, yeah. So those are super useful. Now, going though into some other options here. I mean, so a lot of people they look at mics and they're like, well, I don't want to spend two hundred fifty dollars or four hundred dollars. There are other options. You know, a lot of people, as you mentioned, James, a lot of people will use the uh, the Blue Yeti, for example. And the Blue Yeti is a there's a there is a USB option. There's also one that's USB and XLR. And I think uh, if, if my pricing's right, I think that one's even like $250. That was, even yeah, 200. that was
0: about $250 for that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and so here's the thing. I started out with the Blue Yeti. You know, I had the standard USB mic. I didn't buy the XLR because I really didn't know about XLR when I got started. Um, thing with that mic, it, it was a good mic for what I needed it for. But it also takes up a lot of space on your desk. If you're someone who travels a lot, it's not portable. You know, I mean, you can put it in a box and take it with you, but it's a big microphone. But it, it's um, heavy.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that thing is, is is a beast.
1: Yeah. And so, so for example, right there, if I'm spending $250, I would honestly rather just buy the, the Shure MV7 because it's a better microphone. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't have the glitz and the glamour necessarily that the, the blue model does, but it doesn't have to because it's got the, you know, it's a high quality mic. So, so if I'm going microphones, I'd go SM7B, I'd go. Um, MV7. Uh, I would then, you know, even in the middle of this, if I wanted just an XLR microphone, I'd go with like a Shure SM58. This is a handheld microphone, so you have to get that one, yeah. You'd have to get a tabletop stand, but you basically can put that one on a stand, you can move it, it's pretty portable. Uh, by the way, you can even take this microphone, the Shure SM7B, and put that on a tabletop as well, so you don't have to have the boom arm like I have here. Um, so you can put it on there. Uh, that's about a hundred dollar microphone there. And then if I want something that's um, also USB and XLR, I'd even look at uh, the Audio-Technica ATR 2100. That's about a hundred dollar microphone. And it's very similar to the Shure SM7, uh, SM58. SM It's a handheld microphone, but you can put it on a tabletop stand, but it can work USB and it can work XLR. And then um, if I want to go even a step further, uh, there's also, let me think, what else? Um, uh Try the name, it actually escapes me, but there's a a whole other, you know, if you look up um ATR 2100 on say Amazon, you'll pull up an $80 version as well. It's the same exact product, okay? Um, So, those you know, so that's where I'd say, like, from a gamut of microphones, that's what I would actually say that people should look at. Um, now, one other really piece, good piece of advice you know, if, if you happen to have a guitar center and I'm not plugging these companies just because but like, for example, if you, I'm, I'm serious, if you have a guitar, no, center, that's
0: where I, that's where I bought my very first, uh, microphone at the guitar center. I, I, I went in there for whatever reason I was looking for, I was, I was supposed to DJ a wedding and I went in there and yeah, so I, I'll let you go ahead, but they that don't sleep on, on the guitar center for sure. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so here's the thing. A lot of people, they look at guitar center and they say, oh, well, Guitar center is not necessarily like they don't think they don't equate live video or live streaming with guitar center, but here's the thing. Guitar center has every single one of these microphones that we're talking about because, uh, for example, if it's the sure SM seven B, this is what musicians a lot of musicians use. So like, uh, I don't know if you, if you've been following like James, uh, sorry, if, uh, if you've been following Foo Fighters, um, mm-hmm. what Dave Grohl was doing, uh, for Hanukkah, he was basically covering, uh, various bands I don't know if you happen to see this, it's actually really cool. So he was covering all these bands, and he's using a Shure SM7B to do his vocals for these songs. So, <laughs> you know, so, so don't sleep on Guitar Center. I mean, they have they have the MV7, they've got the SM7B, they've got uh, the Blue Yetis, they've got the ones beyond the actual USB Blue Yeti. They've got their Studio Series, so they've got those. Yeah. Um, they even have uh, so you may want to check out like a Heil PR40. That's another good microphone. Um, that one's I think a couple hundred dollars as well. Uh, there's just a whole range, and the reason I'd also say you should test them out in person. Part of it is so you can understand: well, do I have enough space for the microphone? Now we're not talking like, yeah. oh, this microphone's going to take up a whole desk. It's going to take up a chunk of your desk. So you mm-hmm. may look at it and say, well, hey, this, you know, this microphone, for example, my Shure SM7B, it's hooked up to a, an arm on my desk. So if I don't have space for that, for example, or I don't have the budget. Then maybe I want to look at something else. Um, But the other thing also that I think is important here, you know, when we talk about audio and we talk about live streaming, is that, you know, um, we have to think of it strategically. So, for example, James, you and I also talked about this. You know, when I first got started, I had a Zoom H5N. It was a little handheld recorder that had a microphone. You know, has a microphone, and it it plugged into my computer and it worked as an audio interface. Now, here's the thing though, it was not the right type of microphone. For me to do live streaming, when I talked into it, it had a, a a cone, and so it picked up all of the sound around it and whatnot. And so, if I'm over there typing on a keyboard, it was picking all that up. So it was interfering. If you think about it, with my live stream, so it was partly also making sure I got the right microphone for the yeah, job. And that's true. As, as you and I mentioned, I mean, it's a strategic play. So you don't want to just you know, don't jump into like, well, let me buy the $400 microphone. If you've never, for example, if you've never done live streaming, don't buy the $400 microphone. You should buy, uh, you should start with, I'd even start with the SM58 or the ATR 2100, $100 microphone. It's a good quality microphone. By the way, Rode yeah. also makes really good microphones. Uh, they make a pod yeah, mic yeah. 100 bucks, yeah. pod a hundred bucks. Also a really good, good microphone. So hundred bucks right there. And then you can build, because those microphones, for example, if you don't have the budget for an audio interface, you know, or a, a mixer, like you could, for example, uh, maybe get the hundred-dollar microphone, and then they, like, for example, if you want a little small mixer, there's a. Um, GO xo 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 xo, xo 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 XL xo XL 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 XL
0: now it's problems with his audio he's coming back i'm gonna give him a hard time when he comes back too i'll wait till his until his camera comes on great conversation obviously for sure talking about the the audio quality um i'm gonna give him a hard time about this though this is like Ripley's believe it or not, America's funniest home videos, and the fact that I'm shooting this on on LinkedIn Live as well, gold, right? You, you, you can't make this up. So um, I'm riding with the punches, and I and I love the fact that this is happening. Oh, dude, hey, that's 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 right too. There, no, so
1: I know what the issue is actually. So issue. so what? Yeah, what happened there, man? What what happened so there? I have one of those uh, USB-C uh, hubs, yeah, and I think it's overpowered. Cause it's literally running, uh, it's running a monitor, it's running a camera and it's running a mixer. Oh my God. So,
0: well, you, you uh, got to go spend some of that Christmas money and get yourself some. Uh, I know, right. Right. You got the, you got the mic, right. We were talking about that, but now you gotta, you gotta get, uh, you gotta get your hub going or something right there.
1: So let's talk about that real quick, actually. So I'm using a, a USB-C hub, you know, yeah. basically it's, you know, it, it allows you, if you're running a MacBook pro, it allows you to run multiple things through it. Uh, I'm not using one of the like stock, like, you know, the $20 ones. I've got like a Satechi, I think it is. And here's the thing. You have to remember, you can't plug in a ton of stuff into these things. Like as you plug in stuff, it's drawing power. And at the same time, um, it also only can support so much. So, you know, even if it has, for example, this has like three USB ports, an HDMI port, Uh, Ethernet and like an USB-C port, I can't plug everything into it at the same time, even though the ports are there. Um, The thing people need to realize is that you want to offload some of those things. So for example, um, I may want to consider getting a power dock that then has one cable that goes into my device and it's not pulling everything directly into this. I mean, this thing is literally this big. I mean, it's tiny. yeah, Yeah. I know so, the one
0: you got and I'm going to put, I'm going to put on the screen, the one that I'm using here right now, but uh, I agree with you. It Cal-digit
1: or, or anchor. It's
0: a uh, targets.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. So, I was just looking at these the other day, actually.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I've got my, you know, my monitors plugged into there and then uh, obviously all, all my other connections, this is what's controlling everything. One dongle uh, going into, into my laptop and, and yep. that, offloads off all of that power, but but again, it's one of those things. You're, you're going to get what you pay for. You're going to have to pay a couple of bucks to get it, but right. it, it alleviates you having those kinds of issues of of overburdening your 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 system, your desktop, or yeah. your laptop,
1: yeah. And and to that point right there, one other thing that I think is really important about the one you have there, for example, this one yours has a hundred watt power, which means yeah. you know it's plugging into power, but then it's able to actually supply power. So. Yeah. You know, that's one thing to think about is like, what am I plugging into that dock uh, for my live stream? Because literally all I have running right now is my live stream and I'm using a hub and that's potentially where my, my, you know, issues are arising. So you do have to think about that. So I'm loving this.
0: So all all, all of these glitches are good though. Right. Because, because again, folks would typically get.
1: Flustered, No, just flustered and
0: distracted and all that. But but again, these are, are the real time, real world scenarios. So so I yeah. love having the fact that some things are are going kind of awry. Let's it, talk it's about not software either. But, That's the
1: thing. It, it's not yeah. software. That's the thing. It's it's hardware. So it's it like hardware, yeah. so it's it's like so I'll give you an example. So so it's like somebody saying, well, hey, I want to run a live stream and they want to use like a a Chromebook. A Chromebook is a, a it's an internet enabled device, so it requires the internet for doing everything. Yeah. So when you don't have the internet, you're plugging a whole bunch of stuff in, and then you're trying to run your stream, and you're trying to also then sync to like Google Drive and things like that. <laughs> it's taking it, it's taking internet resources. So that's also stuff another is thing. Is go internet yeah. needs to be sufficient. Okay. So what's the, what's the next question?
0: That's, that's so yeah, that's true with that. So so we talked about the audio uh, from from a video perspective. You know, so yep. I would say okay. primary, secondary, kind of tertiary, from from a video perspective. I, this whole year. There's, there's been a couple of things that have happened. Twenty twenty, yeah, you know, you know the world has gone completely 180 degrees and all. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of folks have started to get into streaming content. They've, they've got a voice, they've got a message, so they've gotten into that. You couldn't find a video ca- uh, a webcam anywhere, nope, right? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Best Buy, no Micro Center, no Amazon, no nothing. They they were in, in rare supply. Or if you found one, it, it, was, it was three times the price because you got it from, from, from somewhere that you typically wouldn't buy. Okay. Talk about webcams. Talk about using DSLRs, mirrorless type of cameras. You know, so what does what your setup look like right now from, from, from the video side?
1: So right now from a video side, I'm using a uh, Logitech Brio 4K webcam. I'm not streaming yeah, in 4K. Really. I've got it set to like, I think, 1080p. Um, yeah. I, I do vary that though based on the location. So here's what I will typically do. I I did a lot of traveling, um, especially last year, year before that. And I was streaming, I was running my show, Social Chatter from around the world. Now, uh, one thing I would always do though, is whenever I had a show, I would always make sure I took that camera with me, but I would always scout out what the internet was like. So for example, I wouldn't just assume, okay, I'm just going to hook my laptop up and it's going to start working. I would try to do some tests beforehand, doing like speedtest.net, seeing what my upload and download speeds were, testing out downloads of certain things to see what the speeds were like. And the reason mm-hmm. I would do this beforehand is so that it would help me actually decide if I was actually going to run my show that week or not. And there were a few times where I was in a very remote location and I didn't have any, I had really bad internet um, to the point where I couldn't run my live stream because it was uh, the place that I was in, for example, had you didn't even get like one or two megabits per second upload. Like you got, It it was really bad. And so So that's
0: how, that's how it is in Vegas when we go to CES and we know, so (laughs) I've been there for the past eight years or so. And I know when when you, when you're in those, in those halls, Mm -hmm. you can't plug in and do anything live because you're in a fallout shelter for the most part. No,
1: And and so here's what I would do though, in that situation. So I mentioned, I have a co-host. And so when I would get there, I'd be in, I'd be in communication with him. Like, Hey, you know, I just got here. The internet is like, so, so can you do me a favor and host the show? So I would have him run the show and then I would join as basically the co-host. And so therefore he was able to run things on his end, we were able to use his internet connection. And then mine was kind of like, I might, for example, even put mine in audio only mode if the Mm -hmm. video, for example, was not working like I wanted it to. And, And that's the thing, it goes back to if the audio is good, don't try to do the video if you're not capable of doing the video, just do it audio only. So, um, that way you still maintain the integrity of your stream. So, um, does that answer your question?
0: Yeah. And and that's, that's a good point as well, right? Maintaining that integrity of the stream because, because a lot of times, especially so now with the ability, bringing it back to StreamYard, you know, we have the ability to pull down both the audio and the video files. And what I'll typically do is take that audio file and and upload that to my, my syndicated podcast. So again, if, if one of the mechanisms is down, there, there's ability to have another stream of, of content. So the, the audio, as opposed to just a video, good
1: point. Definitely. Good point. And, and I'll say this, another thing you can also do. So um, not to, not to sell people on software, but you know, if you do want to, for example, get a higher quality recording, or you even want to try to capture two streams, um, I like to use a tool called audio hijacked. And so it's by, it's by a company called Rogue Amoeba. And the way that it works basically is it allows you to uh, set up Various channels to then be recorded, and so uh, the way that it works is, um, for example, I have my standard stream coming through the browser. But then, if I'm like, well, hey, I want to have a higher quality recording, or, or I want to have a very unique recording, um, I can, you know, pipe in exactly what I want into that stream. Um, so okay. definitely something checking it worth checking out. That that's to help you like get a stream, and then you can also use a tool called Loopback. Uh, which will allow you to control what is routed. It's basically the cabling. It's a virtual cabling system. Yeah. So for people that, you know, if you're beyond the like, hey, I'm just going to join the stream, if you want to take it a step further, that's where I consider using a tool like that. Uh, Those also help, by the way, because they help you also route. Like if you want to do sound effects or background music or any of that stuff as well, you can run them through the software as well.
0: Without having to buy something like uh, like an ATM Mini or something like that and spending the hundreds of dollars right. on that physical piece of hardware, you can do well, it all in software. That's a good point.
1: Right. And, and the to Mini, that's the thing. The to Mini is a, uh, you know, it's a hardware switcher. So, yeah. like, for example, if I, you know, that, let's talk cameras real quick. So, I have a Logitech Brio. That will not work with an to Mini. It only works for an HDMI connection. You can't convert a webcam to HDMI. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, right, Okay. In that case, I so like for people that are like, well, hey, everybody's telling me to get the A to Mini. The A to Mini is good if you have, uh, for example, multiple camera angles, but you also have to make sure you have the right camera. And so if you're using like the $60 Logitech webcam, you're, you don't need an A to Mini, like it's not going to help you with that. But you know, if you want to get into doing some like different scene switches, uh, plugging in, for example, an iPad and things like that, like, yeah, you could do that and play those as screens. Um, but, you know, it does, it comes down to what camera you're using to begin with. So if you don't have the right camera, it's not going to work. It's a, it's a very expensive paperweight at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why spend the money if, you, if you're, like you say, using just a, a Logitech uh, camera that doesn't t- take advantage of that. Yeah.
1: And, and that gets to the point of like, you know, you and I have talked about this Talks <laughs> talked about like, we talk about run of show. Yeah. You know, and, and having a structure for your show. And here's the thing. You don't need all this. Like you need, if I were making the investment, make the investment in a microphone, a good quality microphone, an audio interface or a mixer, and then a camera. And here's the thing. When you go into the camera aspect, you also might need to buy a dongle or an adapter, not just for plugging into your computer, but for running the actual camera itself. Yeah. So like, Let's say you're going to get, uh, like, let's see, there's the, what is it, the, so- uh, the Sony Alpha, like 6100, the 6400, you know, those can connect, but you typically will need uh, a cam link from Elgato. And right. that's, like, card. that alone is what, 150 bucks, I think. So it's yes, like, it was. you need, <laughs> yes, you need it a was. capture card <laughs> and you need the camera and those cameras aren't cheap. So that's like, I mean, right there alone, that might be what, 800 bucks, you know, to be able to just plug, that's just to plug the camera into your computer and then be able to use it for live streaming. Yeah. So I mean
0: speaking of capture cards. So I started yeah. so, so I'm using the Sony ZD one, right? The, okay. the the vlogger camera from, mm-hmm. from, from Sony. And it's, it's yep. phenomenal. Um, but I started with one of those fifteen dollar capture cards off of Amazon, and okay. it was okay. Let me tell you, when I plugged when I plugged in the 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 Elgato Cam link though, and just saw the functionality and the capabilities in that again mm-hmm. I, i've said it like a like a you know recurring theme here you get what you pay for start with what you can obviously to get your show up and going to get your environment up and going but uh, you definitely want to focus on quality equipment as you progress through your your stages and yeah. there there are just there's really there is a short list of of components i think that a lot of folks are recommending you, you always hear folks talk about the same sure microphone Mm-hmm. you always hear folks talking about uh either you know a brio may, maybe logitech i would say logitech not, not necessarily the right. stream cam all the time you know they came out with yep. the stream cam which is, was okay yeah uh always talk about cameling always talk about the stream deck you know there are specific tools that are out there for when you really want to level up your game and and mm-hmm. and, and make your stream look professional and then from a software perspective or from a from a platform perspective uh, I, I know we're, we're we're talking you know you know StreamYard primarily for just for the the, the functionality that provides, but there, there's a few others that that also provide some the, some more of the advanced features, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you, if you want to start doing something beyond like 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 an OBS or something. OBS is, is brutal. I I tried OBS for <laughs> for like a week, and yeah. I I swear all my hair fell out. But you know, there, there's a couple and, of other ones,
1: and and that's another that's another one of those you know uh, kind of playing off your point there. I mean, that's another one of those you get what you pay for type things. Yeah, like it's free software, so like yeah. no one's going to argue with free. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're if you're like, there's a learning curve to it, and so that's one thing like people have to remember. Like it's not like I think it's what open source software. So people are able to use it. It's going to add some functionality that may not be built in, but you have to keep in mind that they're with that, you're going to get the bugs. So, you yep. know, you, you yep. do have to work with that. Like you have to, you have to figure it out essentially how it works um, based on what you're going to do.
0: That's so I, I love these comments that are coming in from Corey. You know I mean? So yeah, I don't know if he caught the point when I said, yeah, uh, yeah, Corey, I started out with the that $15 uh, capture card from Amazon, but then I, I did have to kind of level up a little bit. Uh, uh, OBS is not brutal. For me, it was, it, it, it was tough. I just, I, I have no patience of reading any instruction manuals. I've, I've always been like that. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, well, it, I'm a break in it, and fix a guy.
1: Here's the thing though. It's, it's, uh, it comes down to the type of person that you are. I mean, if you're someone who, for example, if you're not a technologically savvy person, like if you're just like, Hey, I just want to do live streaming, then get, you know, get some of the equipment we talked about, like the microphone, you know, get the camera and then mm-hmm. start your show. You don't need any much of anything else beyond that. Um, you know, again, I mean, it what I was trying to, I guess, get across is the fact that like, if you're going to buy a microphone mm-hmm. and you're going to, for example, drop $250 on a microphone that just because it, you know, like maybe you saw it at like a big, a, a big box electronic store, for example, you're more than able to buy a better microphone for less money. It's just that it's not what the big yes. box store, for example, is think about carry. That. and so the point I'm just trying to drive home there is that if I, and, and cause I, I mean, I'm guilty of this. I mean, I, I bought a blue Yeti when I first got started and I think I paid $150. And then since then I bought an SM 58, that was a hundred bucks. You know, I finally upgraded to the Shure SM seven B that's $400. And I still, and I had this paperweight and had I actually taken the time and done my due diligence, I would not have necessarily spent the money on the blue Yeti. I would have bought the right microphone at the time. Um, and, you know, and that's just what I want to get across to people. Like, There is going to be some overlap. You're going to buy something and then you're going to have to potentially upgrade it, but you don't have to do it at the start. That's, I think what I want to get across to people is get what your budget allows, but also think strategically and say, well, Hey, you know what? If I only have USB right now and I, maybe in the next year, I want to move to XLR. Why don't you get a USB XLR mic and then you don't have to rebuy your microphone, you just have to buy a mixer. So lots of lots of uh, stuff there. Okay, yes. so what else? What else we got?
0: i tell you what. So we, we're, gonna, yeah. we're gonna go kind of the, the line of the top three, right? So when we talk microphones already, we've talked yep. uh, cameras already. I want to get okay. into lighting, but I, I want to kind of come back to this statement here that's being being made. Cause I wonder, do you have to deal with this kind of in your role as as the content social marketing manager at at StreamYard? when when folks feel this way, right? You know, when folks use something like, I don't know, on the PC side, like a VMix or something like that, like an Ecamm or um, any, any of those other more advanced tools, what, what is that corporate message? I guess, when, when you see something, you know, something like this and and I'm, you know, it's, it's just um, a perception. Right, uh, and and I guess uh, you know what, what's the message that you and Dan and, and Gabe kind of are pushing out in terms of. I know we've already talked about the three tenets of the of the organization right. and what, what what the focus is, but when when you see something like this, you know, does this deter opportunities to 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 bring folks onto the platform, or you know, you know, how, how does the organization uh, respond to something like this?
1: I mean, here's the thing: there's there's software out there for everyone, and so. Um, I would recommend, you know, again, going back to the microphones and, you know, the audio equipment and whatnot, just make sure you get the, you know, get the right equipment for what you're looking to do. Like a lot of people, yeah. for example, will go out. I mean, I'll even say like I went out and I, before I got into live streaming, I bought the most expensive, or I think it was the most expensive, like live streaming software or I'm saying live stream. It was like, uh, it was very expensive software. And here's the thing. It required a whole bunch of hardware on top of the software. And so I bought the software. I was like, oh, this is, I, I found that it was frustrating to use. Mm-hmm. And so like I've, and I moved through various different platforms, you know, over the years. And, and I mean, the key thing is um, it's about the information that you're sharing. So, True. you know, as you like, I mean, as I watch your like show, you built your show and you have various uh stages to it. Like you've got an intro, like, you know, you put your overlays in place. So you got your overlays, you got your intro video. Here's the thing. The thing that matters the most to people is uh, it's the information they're getting out of it. It's not how slickly produced it is, or things like that. I mean, that's not going to necessarily get people to tune in. It's about the information that they're learning or taking away, and so uh, you know, yeah.
0: yeah. Now, like I said, and and I wonder if kind of the the percentage of advanced users and folks who want to be and think that they're advanced (laughs) versus the folks who you know really just want to get online and show and spread their message, whatever that may be, Mm -hmm. right? You know, where that dynamic is, I really. Am a proponent really am a a a user obviously of the Streamyard platform because again it's quick it's easy it gets it done it Mm -hmm. looks right uh yeah i'm i'm a pro owner of of other platforms as well and are integrating them into uh, the the workflow and the work stream and will use them where appropriate but you know they're they're, each tool has their niche and their and 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 kind of their marketplace as well Mm so um yeah I, again, I'm, I'm a, a pro with, with StreamYard and I'm a pro with the other, I won't mention the other folks on online, but you know, but, but again, it it all depends on what you're trying to do. And I think uh, the industry is wide enough that folks can, can definitely fit in with fit in where they get in, where they fit in. Right. Let me, let me put it that yeah. way. Get in. where.
1: They get. No, that, so let's talk about sense. lights. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, well, one other thing real quick. I mean, so, um, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, it, it's also about people getting creative with what they're doing. So for example, I've run, uh, live streams for, uh, for chamber of commerce uh, before. And for example, like when, you know, because people couldn't go out and do things uh, they did a, like we did a new segment basically. And it was really cool because I was working with people who had um, you know, they just, all they wanted to do was stream the uh, it was like a July 4th celebration, for example. And okay. what we did was everyone had, you know, they had a mobile device. So all we had to do was send them the link. They joined And, you know, they were basically able to be brought into the broadcast, you know? And again, I mean, it was also, it was about connecting people. So it was about, um, you know, it it wasn't about how fancy it was. Like we accomplished that with the graphics and the music and things like that we used. Um, But it was about also getting creative. And I I love the fact that I was able to just, I didn't have to send someone an instruction manual on how to do something. All I had to do was say, well, hey, here's the link, join it. I'll bring you in. And then, and then basically they were my eyes into their part of the world. Yeah. And so, and, you know, that was helping people that, for example, were not able to be out and about, obviously, because of COVID and things like that. Um, so let's switch the lighting. I was so, gonna say, gonna say, and, and I'll
0: say, you know, folks, uh, the old school folks, you know, back in the old hang with and meerkat days, uh-huh. it was so easy back in those days. Right. I mean, if we could only go back to go back to those days. But yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I used to actually host. Uh, I used to help. Uh, produced the show for um, Plus Your Business with um, Martin Shervington. It was it was back in the Google Plus days. And oh so it was goodness. actually, yeah, and it was, uh, I mean, we ran into some of the same types of challenges you always run into nowadays as well. Uh, it was, you know, it was internet, it was camera, it was lighting. I mean, lighting was a big thing, obviously. So let's talk lighting.
0: There you go. Good so- segue. I like that. Look at you.
1: What okay, so let's talk lighting. Um, as you can see, I don't have any lighting right now. Actually, so this is just natural light. <laughs> it's not gonna lie. I, mean, I just I don't have the right lighting um, at the moment. I'm waiting for my lights to come in. Uh, but lighting is key. So uh, you want to have good audio. Here's the thing. So you want to have good audio. You want to have a good camera. You know, if you if you're using the webcam on your laptop, uh, you need to probably upgrade to a webcam. You know, even going up to like the sixty dollar uh, webcam, for example. The logitech was it the C920 or 930? 9, yeah, I think it the is. C920 uh, is kind of the one, yeah. You, you know, that's what a lot of people buy. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a good webcam, but you have to remember when you use those webcams, if you don't have enough light coming in, it's gonna be very blocky, very pixelated because there's a very small sensor in that device. Mm. And so that's what you that's a big step between going from there all the way up to a DSLR mirrorless camera. Um, but lighting is very, very, very important depending on the task you want to do. So if I just want to be on camera, I could put some lights up, you know, and it's going to help, um, you know, a, it's going to make me look better, but at the same time, I'm going to to look better for my audience, but at the same time, it's also going to improve the clarity of my uh, video feed. So for example, I'm running a a Logitech Brio, as I mentioned, I think this is at 1080p maybe, uh, but I don't have any lighting. So as you can see, it's um, what, you know, a lot of the like edges and things like that are kind of, they're not uh, sharp. So lighting is key. Um, you know, to your point, you have really good lighting in your place. So you can see, you know, you're very clear. You also have a, a better camera. Um, so I would recommend, you know, for lighting, making sure you have good lighting. And if you don't have any lights, add, if you have like, you know, uh, a handful of lights and it's not bright enough, add more because that's yeah. the other thing. Like you can always like the more light, if you're using a webcam, the better it's going to perform. So, um, to Corey's point here, so do I recommend softbox or ring lights? Um, I here's the thing. I like soft boxes, uh, but I personally I have a ring light that I use, and that's actually what I've used for a lot of my shows. And it, you know, it's only, it's basically like uh, placed right behind or right in front of my desk, and it hits me at just the right place. You know, there's enough depth behind myself in this background to where it'll actually reflect off this and actually look, look nice and be evenly lit. Um, one thing I I would say if you're somebody who runs a ring light. Uh, you want to make sure also that like if you're wearing glasses, for example, the rings tend to reflect right off your glasses. So you might have like alien eyes or interesting. something like that. So,
0: okay. Interesting. So that's
1: something that people need to pay attention to. I mean, don't just yeah. put the light on and be like, Hey, I got lights. because There's little <laughs> things like that, that you need to pay attention to. Um, you know, it's like, that's a the ring light, for example, is a great light. Uh, a lot of people use it for uh, photography. So if you're photographing a person, it's great yeah. for that. If you're somebody who is, um, Let's say you're uh, getting makeup done, for example. A lot of the uh, beauty stores like a Sephora, places like that, they use ring lights, you know, and that's what they use to help evenly light the person's face. Okay, makes sense, makes sense.
0: Yeah, I've I've got, um, I'm a proponent of, I've got a three light system going, right? So I got okay. the one going coming right in front, and I've got what, the what two. What kind do you side. have? Okay,
1: what do you have in front? Is it a ring light or what? You, or softbox? No,
0: it's right? a it's a Dazzney or dazzle. It's uh, I'll, okay. I'll pull it up. It's I, I got them off of Amazon, but they're the you know re- rectangulars uh, coming out, and I can change the uh, the color temperature, and I can change okay. the, uh, yep. uh, the the brightness on, on each of them independently. Okay. I'm not I'm not going to go into the Spending before a name, I, I want the Elgatos, but I don't want to. Spend, I don't want to buy when I'm getting phenomenal. I think performance out of the ones that I've got here, but yeah, you know they're, they're you know Elgato makes some, some great ones as well with with their uh, uh, with their uh, products.
1: That's a, that's a good point, by the way, though. So here's the thing: when we're talking lighting, you have to also look at the space. So when you use a softbox, a softbox is going to put out a lot more heat. So, softbox, uh, they're bigger. They're also like, you know, if you buy the ones that are on Amazon, for example, you buy the, uh, you know, you have to assemble them, first of all. I'll tell yeah. you right now, it's not an easy assembly. Putting together a softbox. It's a stand. And then, uh, for example, uh, there's a stand, there's a housing with the light that goes on top. On top of that, there's four little bars that form the basis of the softbox. And then you got to wrap the softbox so that it's actually uh, diffusing the light
0: so not very portable well, either I don't think you know, for, you know the no, soft boxes. I, I,
1: no I have a whole like basically it's a case that it comes in and then you have to strategically unpack it so you can strategically put it back together um but yeah I mean here's the thing like you bought the the DASNY, uh lights those are what 195 each right yeah Is that one light yeah yeah
0: you get you get two you get the you get the packet too so yeah
1: okay so here's the thing Th- those are good lights so you can att- so so here's what you have to think about those lights can attach to a desk. Yeah. Now so in your case you're not you're not really gonna be able to make those portable. But I mean they're somewhat portable, but then you gotta find a way to actually make them stand. His USB connection
0: blew up again. He'll come back. After he fixes it, and I'll tell him that it's strike three on him. Folks watching, appreciate the uh, fantastic questions uh, and and the dialogue because we are all learning in terms of equipment, in terms of uh, you know what each of our studios should or could look like. Uh, the recommendations that we're making are, are really just for uh, from our use cases and and oh. <laughs> Strike 3. No. We we we're, we're, we're going to have to wrap this quick before you you no, before your your machine or, or whatever completely blows up.
1: So, so uh, back to lights, um You can get the Elgato lights. They're really nice cuz they are uh, super slim and they put out a lot of light. So they actually I think I think those are LED lights actually.
0: They um, are, yeah, they are LEDs, yeah.
1: And, you know, here's the thing you have to think about. So if you happen to have a dedicated space that you're working in, maybe you want to get the soft boxes or the ring light, you know, not not the name brand necessarily, Like, or sorry, I'm going to say not name brand. Um, if you get like a good ring light, for example, you still have to move it around. You still have to turn it on. You still have to turn it off. You got to manually adjust a lot of the stuff. Now, when you go into some of the more expensive packages, so as James mentioned, Elgato, they make a great set of lights. Uh, they also make a ring light as well, but then they have mm-hmm. a really cool feature. And it's if you have, uh, and, and this is again about leveling up your live stream. So um, if you happen to buy their stream deck, it's literally a touch, it's a, uh, it's a USB device that plugs in mm-hmm. and you can touch different things like different buttons and have it do different actions. For example, at the beginning of every live show that I run, I can easily do this with a touch of a button. So I can be like, okay, let me change my Twitter username without having to go to Twitter. And let me send out this tweet. So that's yeah. two buttons, two two button presses. And then when I'm finished, let me change my name back or something. So, you know, it can control that, but it can also control your lights. So it can control the Elgato ring light, the Elgato key lights. So those can all be controlled, right? With the press of a button. So you have to look at it like this. You're spending money on, um, let's see you're spending money on a bit of an automated system. So if you buy the pieces that work together, it seems like you're spending money, but then you have to look at it like this. Well, I'm not going to be taking these things up and down. Uh, They're small enough to where they're not going to take up much of my office versus if I buy uh, like the three point lighting system, for example, I have three lights that are literally all going to be in front of me. So I have to have a reasonable amount of space to work in. So As far as, you know, Corey's point here, what are my thoughts on the three point lighting system? I think that again, I mean, if you're gonna light a green screen, three point lighting system, you gotta have that for sure because you wanna make sure you light both sides and obviously make sure you light yourself as well. Um, But those types of lights do take up a significant amount of space. That's one thing you gotta work on. So if you're in a small space and you're trying to have a three point lighting system, uh, you wanna make sure that you don't have too much shadow because if you do, you're gonna then, for example, you might have a shadow behind you because you don't have enough space to move the lights or things like that. That's a good point.
0: That's a good point. Um, I'm, I'm um, put this out there because you yep. started talking about stream deck yep. and uh, Julie, uh, yep. one of your coworkers was, was talking about some possible future integration coming to stream yard with the stream deck. That's right. going to be huge, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, if and when I'm gonna say when, when, when that comes to fruition, that's that's really gonna be a game changer, I think, for the platform. And and because I've got mine here, and would love to integrate that into what I'm doing with the, with the StreamYard platform. So when that happens, um, I'll yeah, let you no, want to I talk about um, uh, nothing. I can breaking I don't have, groundbreaking.
1: <laughs> I don't have any. I wish I don't have any release date on that, but I could say that that's you know I know up it right now. On, It's on seconds. our roadmap. It's on our roadmap. It's a question we often get. So um, it's definitely something that we're listening to and working on. Um, so I'd say for now, I mean, there's a lot of people that ask us for it. They ask for, um, you know, they ask for like uh, the, you know, they ask for the integration with it. And there, I know there, I think there's some people that are doing some things with it. But the thing you have to remember is if you decide to go the, like, you know, the, I'll say the hacker route, but like third party yeah. route, whatever that is, um, just know that like, it may not work a hundred percent. So it could work. It may take a little effort and then we update something and it may break. So yeah,
0: it's, it's not very clean because I, I have uh, <laughs> taken advantage of, of the that one particular workaround yeah. that, that was mm-hmm. offered and yeah, it, it's, it's not clean. So you know, when, when it comes to fruition and it's integrated into the platform, that's definitely going to be better. Yeah. Christian, I want to be cognizant of your time, man. And, yeah, and sure. I know you are a busy man. You're, you're all over the place. You got shows going, you got, uh, uh, probably going to jump on clubhouse in, in, in a little bit as well too right and, and spend <laughs> I some time on gonna,
1: that <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do clubhouse I mean I, here's the thing I uh, I think it's a good idea but it's not it's not that's the thing a lot of people think it's new uh clubhouse has been out for it's a while it's not no that's true
0: it's, it's it's not that's that is a good point that is a good it's point. been out
1: for a few years actually um the only reason why it's getting any sort of plays because celebrities started using it a couple of people yeah. like i think it was kevin hart maybe um started yeah, using it you know but here's the thing it's not any different than so. Twitter has been working on uh spaces, so yeah. Twitter's been working on spaces, uh, you know, in the last number of months. I've talked about on, that on my show. I know Facebook obviously is also trying to move into the audio uh, only aspect, then there's also uh podcasting, and then obviously don't forget radio used to do all of this. You know, but granted, <laughs> yeah. I, here, here's the thing you could do that's radio. where the SM7B started. That- <laughs> Yeah, so exactly. started. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. here's the thing, I mean, radio, the only thing it didn't allow was you didn't have the ability to talk back to somebody, you could listen and tune in, but you could always call into the radio station, you know, and yeah. then it was up to them to choose whether to bring you in or not. So, so for all these people that are out there, like saying, Oh, it's this new thing. It's not new, you know, to say, Oh, it's the next social media platform. Like, no, it's not. I mean, it's, it's been out there for a while. So it, um, it's the
0: new sexy thing because we couldn't go to South by Southwest this year. Right. And this, that's, this is where it typically would have, would have exploded. <laughs> so uh, uh, there it is. I'm the realist. And you have where to you at 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 Christian? How much,
1: how you get stuff done too. I mean, that's the other thing. Yes. If you're exactly. like, you know, you can spend all your time on clubhouse, for example, or you can, you can spend, so you have to look at it like this as a business or anyone who's trying to grow anything important that's important to them. You have to, um, You have to divvy up your time enough. So like you can't spend 90% of your time consuming content and 10% producing. If you want to see any sort of results, if you, for example, want to see results, you've got to, you know, maybe it's, Hey, I spend 20% of let's flip that around. I spend 20 or 25% of my time consuming content, 20, 25% of my time, um, you know, doing something else like coming up, brainstorming ideas. And then the rest, the 50% is the execution. If you want to actually get somewhere. That's so a point. that's okay. the thing. A lot of people, you know, they fall into the, they can easily fall into the consuming trap and it's not a bad thing, but if you're somebody that's trying to do everything, you're going to feel very burned out because you're not getting anything done and you're not getting anything done because you're consuming too much content.
0: Cause you're so, doing too much. Fire, you
1: don't do much. You got to shut the fire hose off every so often.
0: That That's it, man. Right. You, you can't drink from it all the time. Right. You, you, you gotta, you gotta know what you can do, know, know your limitations and and take advantage of your, your team if yeah. you got one. So uh, I've got this, I've got this custom link up here. This is to actually to your, uh, launcher live show, oh, cool. but, cool. uh, where else can folks find you in terms of getting information from, from you and what you're, what you're up to?
1: Um, so if you want to connect with me, you can just, just look up my name. I, I mean, it's so easy, right? So it's Christian care. <laughs> just, just look it up. Uh, you know, and I'm happy to connect with you, um, whether that's on whatever platform doesn't matter. Um, and then the other thing also is, uh, my show, Social Chatter, that's um, at Social Chefs. So I've got a, a culinary arts degree as, background as well. So that's hence where the Social Chefs side came in. Okay, um, you know, It's about learning the fundamentals of of social media, digital marketing, and then applying that to what you do. Because it literally is it. just learn the fundamentals and apply it to what you're doing. And then, hey, you move in the next network, same thing. Fundamentals apply. Not, not like rockets. everything. It's so. like
0: everything. It's like everything in life, right? And know what you're doing before you go out there and try to do something. Uh, and, exactly. and those links, I will put those in the show notes so folks know exactly where to, to keep up with you. Christian, man, I thank you, man. Um, it, it was an interesting show, right? I mean, we, we, got, we got to see that, 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 that Mac M1 have a couple of challenges. We got
1: to, <laughs> we got I, to I see actually, your... Uh... I think it's the hub, actually. I think I'm going to have to go order one of these hubs. So after we get off of this, I'm going to have to chat with you about um, which dock you recommend because I've actually been looking at quite a few of them. So we'll talk about that offline. Definitely, brother. Definitely thanks
0: friend. a lot for
1: having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, any anytime, I appreciate you. Let's let's continue to stay in touch. I know we talk on social about all kinds of different things, but uh, it was Perfect. my pleasure definitely having you on the show and I look forward to staying in touch, brother. Be good.
1: Sounds good. Thank you.